Loving God, make us living stones built for your glory. Amen. It's the journey that transforms us in the end. When I was in my first year at seminary, a group of about a dozen of us made our way to northwest Spain to go on that pilgrimage to Santiago de Compostela, the Camino. We made our way, a very motley kind of crew, all sorts of different uh, physical shape that we were in, different uh, abilities to be together in a group different levels of anticipation. In fact, truth be told, we didn't know each other that well. In fact, the journey was the way by which we deepened those relationships in often surprising and unforeseen ways. We wanted to find a way to be the church. As seminarians, we were conditioned to pray a lot. And so one of our members created a small songbook that we used for worship each day, uh, with different Teze songs, songs from the community in France that bears the same name. They're beautiful pieces of music, simple, easily singable, very memorable. We gathered each morning and each evening in a large circle, placing our feet in such a way that the ends of each of our feet would touch the boots of the next person. In the morning, those Feet were filled with energy, our hearts with excitement, our bodies ready to go on the journey. Yet it was at the end of each of those days' journeys where the singing was most needed. We needed to discover in each other what it meant to be a living stone, to be the church on the move, the church on the road ahead. If you've never had an opportunity to go on pilgrimage, I warmly recommend that to you, particularly the Camino in northwest Spain. Most of all because of the people that you get to meet and the reasons that you hear of those, if you like, on the, in the congregation on the move. There was a, a woman who had recently seen the dissolution of her marriage and had been on the Camino for six months, having started further up on the trail in France. There was a large extended family, uh, the youngest of the children at the front, the mothers and fathers in the middle, and the teenagers more or less bringing up the rear. We seemed to meet them as we went like an accordion, our paths literally would cross, and then another day or two would go and we thought they had gone, only to see them again. The journey is a place of all sorts of surprises. It is the journey that changes us in the end. In some ways that was Jesus' message to his disciples when he proclaimed to them, as we hear in that most famous of New Testament verses, that in Jesus' words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But the context for that phrase is so important. Jesus spends several chapters in John trying to describe to the disciples how the way of the Lord of life is the way of suffering. And that isn't to say that all that we can expect on our journey of faith is hardship. It is not to expect that all that we have to share together now is a trial or a challenge. 
but is simply to say that this journey of faith is lived in our bodies. It's practiced through our lives. It doesn't simply reside in our heads or dwell as a belief in our hearts. It's something that we live through, we believe on, we become, as St. Augustine says, see who you are, become what you eat, become the journey that you travel upon by extension. Now we've been on this journey through this extraordinary global public health crisis in a very different kind of way. And I wonder if you can still recall with clarity what it means to you to be part of the living stones of this church. For perhaps now more than ever before, we have it clearly in our hearts and minds that the Church of All Saints is not this beautiful building. It is not this wonderful block that we own in this extraordinary part of Atlanta. It is each of you. It is how you live through and believe on that promise of Jesus that the way to follow him is a way where we will have that holy accompaniment. Our journey will transform us in the end because Christ walks with us. The risen Lord surprising us at every turn of the way. So what is it about all saints that makes us a particular kind of living stone. Perhaps this is a good Sunday as we give thanks for mothers also to give thanks for all of the ways that we have known great care and sacrifice in this church. Think back to another public health crisis in the time of AIDS in this city and remember, if you will, the people who stood in solidarity, who were mourning and facing loss, that at this church there was a home to offer that final farewell to loved ones. One of the few churches in this city that would host funerals during that crisis. Think back to the beginnings of Covenant Community, the stirring up in the hearts of the parishioners here who could no longer live with the fact that others had no place to live. And now that ministry has thrived for over 30 years. Think of our refugee ministries, the profound difference that occurs not only in the lives of others because of our service, but the ways in which that ministry changes us. Think of the Midtown Assistance Centre and go on and on in your heart and in your mind, giving thanks for God for all of the ways that we are Christ's living stones in this Christ city. God is not finished with us yet. Our work lies open before us. In the next person that you encounter, the next virtual encounter you have online, and all of those encounters to come when we can once again celebrate being a city that is embodied and proximate. Let us remember, particularly on this day, when we give thanks for the care of others that have been offered to us, the care that is needed in this city for the poor, the sick, the lonely, the homeless, and the unloved. We are Christ's hands and feet. We are called to serve him. We are called to be pilgrims each of us, wherever and however we are 
on our journey of faith. I give thanks with the deepest gratitude for your ministry among us these past weeks. I give thanks for your remarkable creativity, your tenacity, your persistence in being faithful to the promises of the gospel. We are called to be more than we have been. We are called to proclaim hope when it seems to be that there is little on offer. We are called to proclaim light, to bear witness to it in our world. And so may you know that light of the risen Lord in your life. Hold on to it. Be confident in its trustworthiness. And may that be set before you on the road ahead as we give thanks and live into this calling that Christ sets into our lives, may we know our saving presence. May that amazing grace change us. The journey will transform us in the end. Amen.